This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, July 17th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. USTR woos dims and Chinese. Can reforms boost H2A? End near for WOTUS. And USDA pledges aggressive research hiring. Lighthizer meeting with lawmakers and Chinese. It's another busy week for U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer. Beyond sitting down to negotiate with the Chinese to resurrect the talks, many hope will eventually end the U.S.-China trade war. The U.S. Trade Representative is also meeting with the Democratic and Republican House members to discuss their concerns about the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. The talks with Chinese Vice Premier Liu He and others will be over the phone, but the sessions with House lawmakers will be in person on Capitol Hill, a U.S. government official tells AgriPulse. National Pork Producers Council, $1 billion in losses from China trade war. American pork producers face many adversities, but the loss of sales to China as the trade war rages on is one of the worst. The industry has taken a $1 billion hit because of tariffs. National Pork Producers Council President David Herring said at a House Agriculture Subcommittee hearing yesterday. There is an unprecedented sales opportunity for U.S. pork producers in China as that country continues to battle the spread of African swine fever and experiences a major reduction in domestic production, Herring said. Instead, this trade opportunity is fueling jobs, profits, and rural development for our international competitors. The U.S. and China are talking again after negotiations fell apart about two months ago, but Trump is still criticizing China for failing to deliver on their latest promise to buy more ag commodities. They are supposed to be buying farm products, Trump said. Let's see whether or not they do. By the way... AgriPulse asked Senate Finance Chairman Chuck Grassley of Iowa yesterday whether he was optimistic about the resolution to the trade war. Grassley said the one positive note since May is that the U.S. and China are talking again, but he's also concerned that hardliners are in charge of the Chinese side. He said, quote, I'm going to take it a day at a time. H-2A reforms divide farmers and worker advocates. Farm worker advocates say the Trump administration's H-2A reforms will drive down wages and make it harder for domestic workers to get jobs. The rules changes, some of which farm groups have been seeking for years, will overhaul wage rates, reduce worker transportation expenses, streamline the application process, and eliminate what's known as the 50% rule. The 50% rule requires farmers to hire domestic workers if they apply within the first half of a season. The Labor Department plan would cut that to 30 days. Farm worker advocates say that would make it easier for farmers to avoid hiring domestic labor. Farm groups have been reacting somewhat cautiously to the proposal, especially to a complex proposal for altering the way wage rates are determined. A key aspect of the plan would set higher wage rates for supervisors than for low-skilled workers. Under current rules, there's a single rate for all types of jobs and agriculture in the same state or region. The bottom line, only 6% of California Farm Bureau members surveyed earlier this year said they used the H-2A program to address their employee shortages. 
California Farm Bureau President Jamie Johansson said changes proposed by the administration may increase that proportion, but farmers also need wider improvement to immigration laws that can only be addressed through congressional action. Now, for more on the H-2A proposal, plus the latest on House prospects for the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement at Congress, be sure and read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. It's hitting inboxes today. WOTUS repeal advances. EPA has sent the White House the final version of a measure to repeal the 2015 rule that expanded the range of wetlands, ditches, and other features regulated by the Clean Water Act. Once the White House review is complete, EPA can formally kill the old rule and move forward with finalizing its replacement by the end of the year. Zippy Duvall, president of the American Farm Bureau Federation, said in a Facebook post that he was, quote, excited to see EPA get us closer to ditching the flawed 2015 WOTUS rule. EPA had originally proposed to repeal the Obama-era rule two years ago, but the agency had to supplement that proposal with more information last year. Because of conflicting court rulings, the Obama-era WOTUS rule is the law of the land in 22 states, while the pre-2015 regs and guidance are in place in the other 28. Now keep in mind, litigation over both the repeal and the replacement rules is a virtual certainty, which means the regulated community likely will be dealing with a confused regulatory landscape well into 2020. Less than half of research employees accepting a move. U.S. Department of Agriculture is promising, quote, to implement an aggressive hiring strategy to maintain the work of two research agencies now that most of the employees have elected not to move to Kansas City. According to USDA, 72 Economic Research Service employees accepted the move by Monday's deadline, while the agency received 99 declinations a number that includes employees who declined to respond. The National Institute of Food and Agriculture reported 73 acceptances and 151 declinations. ERS and NIFA are keeping 76 and 21 positions respectively in the D.C. area. Employees can still change their minds about the move. A union spokesman said the number of acceptances is likely inflated. Rural health gets bipartisan attention. Republican and Democratic members of a key House committee are forming a task force to focus on rural health care policy. It's an unusual show of bipartisanship on one of the most divisive issues in Washington. The House Ways and Means Task Force will hold its first meeting on July 25th. The group's four co-chairs are Democrats Danny Davis of Illinois and Terry Sewell of Alabama, Republicans Brad Winstrup of Ohio and Jody Arrington of Texas. Ways and Means has jurisdiction over Medicare and other health care issues. There is no question that our country is facing a serious crisis in ensuring that rural Americans have the same access to quality care and medical services as their urban and suburban counterparts, according to Arrington. Ninety rural hospitals have closed over the past three years, including two in his district, he added. Here's today's He Said It. How much agriculture is there in Washington, D.C.? There isn't even dirt in Washington. 
that the word of Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa on USDA's plan to relocate the Economic Research Service and the National Institute of Food and Agriculture to Kansas City. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, July 17th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.